0: This is Pedro,
1: this is Tara,
0: and welcome to the Goddess Real and Raw Talk Show. Hi guys. Hello everybody. Good afternoon. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Good afternoon, evening, all that good stuff. Yeah. Happy Sunday. That's just one boy thing. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday yeah so we just want to say hello everybody hope you all all had a good week this week mm-hmm. as we're getting closer to the christmas holiday um we just want to say welcome 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 and welcome to the goddard's real and raw podcast that's right my name is pedro and this is tara Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week this it week? was
1: a good week it, was, it, was. it went by fast though yeah it
0: did
1: it went by really fast next thing you know it was Sabbath. Oh yeah you know, so I'm a just day like of rest. A day of rest that was much needed.
0: But I don't get the rest anymore on the Sabbath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you do more on the Sabbath than you do. You know, we rest more on a Sunday, I would say, because we just relax. Yeah, and if like, we don't go to church, or, get ready for the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I have the talk show at five p.m. Right. But I'm doing. I, I said I'm doing something every day of the week now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: But yeah. you know,
0: God is good. Yeah, God is good. I'm not complaining.
1: And all the time, God is good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you and in your southern twang. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm not like I said, I'm not complaining. It's something that um that we do, so it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else going on?
1: Nothing much, really.
0: Okay, well, you know, yeah. nothing going on with me either. You know, I went to work and had to go out of town for a day or two. Yeah, came back late last night or early this morning. Yeah, so I'm happy to be back home. And um. Go back to it tomorrow. Yeah, Go back tomorrow. I mean that's
1: that's what the week the week about. You 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 work and you do all of that, and then you get to the weekend and, to, and just to thank God for that week and just to hope that you be able to do it all over again for the next week coming up. You know? Yeah. So you have to thank God for that.
0: Oh yeah, that's like I said. It's just it's a long process. Just same thing every day. Mm-hmm. Just hope God gets me through the day and make it to the next day. Yep. You
1: know, anything going on in, in the world that we need to kind of cap on, you think? Um, I can't think of nothing, to be
0: honest
1: with you. Yeah. Um, I've
0: been in the car, so I haven't had a chance to literally look at <laughs> the news. Have you looked at the news? Not really. I'm not a news person.
1: I just kind of, you know, if something really just out there that sparked my attention. I kind of get in on it. But other than that, I try to, the news can be really depressing at times. So I try not to... Um, Indulge myself in too much of news. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I don't watch the news for that very same reason. I think you got that for me. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Because I don't like I don't watch the news either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't believe. I think it's just nothing but negativity. So I try not to watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, I'm really happy about this topic that we're gonna be talking about today. Um, The importance of family worship. You know, Um, it's important that we teach that to our children. And, you know, just model that for them. So as they get older, they will teach that to their children, hopefully.
0: Yeah. And we also, um, we did something like this a couple of weeks ago. And we did it just ourselves. So we decided that we was going to add somebody. So we're going to bring on in a little bit my mom.
1: Yes, our mom's coming on.
0: Yeah, Miss Jonette Stringer. Yeah. And we'll be bringing her on in a few minutes. Yeah. And um, we're going to talk about family worship in our house back in the day. Yeah, it's um, going to be. A, she uh, can confirm the stories <laughs> I said. Yes, yeah, she pretty much can.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know she's going to be on top of it. So yeah. So glad it, you could join us. It feels so good to have a smile on my face. You know, you know, I was down a little bit um, at the end of the week, and then you know I was able to talk to good friends They helped me get back on, and my husband to get back on track. want to say what about and family. <laughs> And I'm just glad to be number one. To be in a friends. good, to be in a good headspace, you know. I'm really, really happy. You know, and when you can get up and, and and be in your right mind, you know, you know God is working it out. You know,
0: for sure. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, people. It's not really about negative. It's just sometimes people say things that 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 you admire or that you love mm-hmm. that they know are going to hurt you in other ways. Right. And when we do that or when I do it I do try to apologize right and then I hope that they just accept my apology but sometimes people um hold on to that grudge or hold on to that anger and then they just nitpick and they just start picking at little things and right saying things that you know really unnecessary but you know we're all allowed we're all allowed in our know, opinion we're all allowed to say things that we yeah
1: but you know what it's amazing that the, holidays, new, the new year for the come around like we should have been in 2022 can't believe that
0: not really because I feel like we just went into 2021
1: do you have any like resolutions like something that you I mean not resolutions in, in that but like this year do you feel like you have accomplished things that you wanted to do this year
0: oh yeah definitely yeah I didn't accomplish anything God accomplished it for me right and well it was it this something year that- I got I was given a job that I love that has helped us as a family financially right so therefore god has blessed us with that job mm-hmm. they were able to just do some things you know god god here is my prayer. so it's pretty much what we what we need to grow as a family right. grow just grow in the sense of with my relationship with god right to be better with my devotions because with me driving a lot it's really hard sometimes to how my do. Well, I do a lot of like listening to stuff. Right. And so I'll be doing that. But also taking time out even in the evening or, or just waking up a little bit earlier. I'm not a morning person, see that's the problem. Right. So that's the hard thing, because I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. So I always wait to the last minute to get up. Right. But I'm gonna have to take that extra fifteen minutes um, in the morning to have my personal devotion. Right. right. And then work on that to get better at that. And just um just to better myself and you know the family and hope that the kids and I and everybody we can all you know mm-hmm. um move forward yeah but
1: you know uh, family worship what,
0: you didn't say what you did what? you say what your new resolution was gonna be you did say that didn't
1: you no I don't have a resolution okay because when you have resolution that means you have to set yourself out to do it you know what I mean and I just want to be a better me that's it I just want to be a better me for the new year. And I want God to use me the way he want to. And I just want to be an open door for Jesus to just come in and just do whatever he needs to do. That's it. Okay. That's all I want to do. Yeah, I'm good. And to just look forward to new things. I think
0: yes, so you're, it's not really a resolution. It's more like I just want God to, to guide me in the new year to do the right thing and if I do the right thing, then the blessings will come, whatever comes. Whatever he has in store for us, that would be my resolution. Right. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: because there's going to be some door closings and it's definitely going to be someone's opening. Oh, definitely. So, I just want to be able to be ready for whatever he has. True. Good or bad, you know. My main thing is to just stay, keep my prayer life strong. Yep. And to keep, you know, doing family worship with our children like we're about to talk about. And, and just allow God to use us. Yeah, use us, and sometimes we we set ourselves up for so many things to lose weight, to um, you know eat better. Um, you know, everybody have different goals for different things. And my thing is, don't stress yourself about things that it, whatever's going to be for you is going to be for you. You know, you work hard at doing what you got to do, and God will bless you along the way. You know, and while you're doing that, bless other people in return, because God is about you giving. Not receiving,
0: isn't it? Yeah, that's why I think Christmas is really about. Christmas is all about giving, not receiving. Mm-hmm. I believe that is more important to give than it is to receive.
1: Right.
0: I mean, it's nice to receive stuff. It's nice to get things. Mm-hmm. But if I have a chance to give to somebody, I'm about to give because I get more of a blessing from their happiness mm-hmm. than I would get from any gift or any monetary value thing that I can get. Right. Just the that you get that warm feeling in your belly.
1: Right. Definitely.
0: So with that note, we're going to go straight into
1: to our topic.
0: Family, yep, family worship.
1: So now we're going to join in. Hi, Mom. We're going to have you join in. You ready? We got you on.
0: Can you hear us now?
1: Hi. Can
2: you hear us now? Hi. Yes, I can.
1: Oh, okay. The <laughs> see off me? And come
2: back oh, yeah, I can see you. Yeah, I can see Trying you. I'm really oh proper, but it seems like, okay, I could, I could see you all. Thanks. Okay,
0: all right, yeah. good. You, you logged off and locked back on, didn't you?
2: Yes, I did. And it yeah,
0: I, that's why I said log off and log back on. It seemed like it would work. Yeah, it would work. yeah,
2: it worked. I couldn't get it to work. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, it does. I,
0: stream, y'all, I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's okay. I'm on now.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. we were just talking about how we, um, when did we become Ventus When I was about four or five?
2: Say that again.
0: When did we become Adventus? When I was about four or you five? You were six, six years six? old. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was a little off. Uh, long time ago. so I was a little off. Uh, yeah. You were right. And we used to worship then.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then when I was 14, that's when you we, we married dad, I was 14.
2: We moved to the U.S. and then when you were 14, daddy came in your life.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we used to have the, like, the big worship for all the family. Right. 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 So we're just talking about the importance of family worship and how it affects the family. Right. Mm -hmm. And we just wanted your thoughts on on what you think, how important the family worship is. Okay.
2: Um, I think family worship is very important for the family. Uh, The quote says that a family that prays together stays together.
1: Right. Mm
2: -hmm. And um, it's good to bring your children together. Sometimes in the morning, because everybody's rushing out to go to work and to school, you may just stop and have prayer. Um, I remember Yvette, Auntie Yvette, telling us that's um, Justin and Tina's godmother. Right. She said she was at the house one morning, and she'll never forget this. She said, Sheryl ta- um, was leaving for school, and she was up, and everybody else was asleep. And uh, she called Auntie Yvette and said, Auntie Yvette, can you please have worship with me, prayer with mm-hmm. me, because my parents are not up yet. And she said that was an impression on her because she just went ahead and had the worship. She could have snuck out the door and said, well, they're not up, I'm gone. Right. But she she had worship. And um, it's important also because it teaches the children about Jesus.
0: It right. teaches
2: them about his love. And it also, when you have family worship and you have your children to participate by doing various things like scripture readings and maybe leading out in worship one day, that right. also um helps them to be leaders. Yes. So when it's time for them to get in front of an audience, they're not afraid because they're used to doing it at home with worship. Right. So that's wow. another important part of worship that that we should consider. Um, you know, and then the children may not be um like say six. Pedro mm-hmm. was no, was it six? Eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. When we had Saunders came to Bermuda and had a revival. And I remember when it was time for the baptism and Pedro went forth. I didn't tell him I was sitting in a chair. He was sitting next to me and he went forth. He said he wanted to be baptized. So he was eight years old. Wow. And I said to the pastor, I said, Oh, he's so young. I said, he doesn't need to be baptized." And the pastor said, you know what? It is um, once he does it, if he's making the decision himself, then it's up to the parents to continue worshiping with them and helping them. And um, just guiding them in the right way, and it helps them also to stay out of a lot of things that they would get into when they're that age. And right. they'll say, "I'm baptized, so I can't do this. I'm baptized, I can't do that." So that that's very important for. Our, I'm
0: sorry. For I finish. 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 No, I was thing saying that's up.
2: very important for the children to um, to be able to get that foundation. That's the word right. for that foundation. My favorite writer, her name is Alan G. White, Mm -hmm. and she tells us that our children make a decision for baptism much earlier than giving their heart to the Lord, because we want them to give their heart to the Lord, once they give their heart to the Lord, then follow the Lord into baptism. And She says much earlier than most children, because that's all they know. We want to bring them up and we want to um, guide them in the right direction, that um, they should go. And when the Bible tells us that when they are old, even though they may stray away, you know, they'll come back. And you could tell from Pedro.
1: Right. Coming back. (laughs) Right. Justin,
2: Tina, you know, Tara. Mm -hmm. Because you never forget what you have learned as a child. Right. And it brings you back to Christ. Right. And um, even though you're out there, you may be still doing whatever you want to do. Those little things, and I'm sure you've experienced it, those little those things that your parents taught you and when, when you had worship and the different songs and the Bible verses, they came to your mind while you were doing what you shouldn't be doing. Right. That's and true. so that's why worship is very, very important for our young people and old. And I, and I didn't realize how much. Because when I moved to Huntsville, Justin and Tina were like 29 or something like that, and they were at the house. And sometimes I say, oh, they're too big for worship now. But, you know, when I look at it now, I say, boy, a lot of days, because we had different schedules, one would be working this time, one working that time, one going here. But I said we should have taken that time to worship. So anytime they're here now, and Daisha, if they're here, I say we're stopping to have, even if it's just one day, one in the evening, when we all come in and we're all together, we say, let's have worship together because that also helps the family and anybody
0: else in the house right
2: anybody in the house (laughs) but
0: that's what I was gonna say like I'm surprised you thought that because it didn't matter how old you could be 50 and if you was in our house you're gonna sit down and have worship oh yeah that was no matter how old old you was if you was in our house at that time you was you can everything has to be turned off and you and that's back when the we didn't have cell phones and the phone used to ring off the hookup for you so you used to have the phone (laughs) <laughs> you just yeah. have the phone in the kitchen,
1: yeah. And
0: then you have to put the phone down and come have worship, and the phone be ringing because we didn't—I don't think we used to turn it off. So a lot of times we can worship, the phone's ringing, and then as soon as as soon as we finish, you would get up and you wouldn't rush, but you would take your time. You'd go get the phone and get back on the phone, but you know because you was doing different things. But um, that's what I actually wanted to get to because we didn't get in before you started. So. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I know, I know who you are. You're my mother, but for the people <laughs> that are listening, we want you just to tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Okay. Um, my name is Jonette Stringer, Pedro's mother, Tara's mother-in-law, Guy, I mean Bryce, Joey, Pedro, Guy, and Kaya's grandmother. I whole, right. <laughs> <laughs> I give the whole bunch, right? And um, I was born and raised in Bermuda. But when I was around 25, I went to a revival and I learned about Jesus and his love. And I became, I got baptized into the Seventh-day Adventist church. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, that was the best decision I have ever made in my whole life.
1: Wow. To become
2: a member, to get baptized, give my heart to Jesus. I was, when a little girl, I used to go to Pentecostal church and I thank God for those churches because it helped me to not do the things I shouldn't do when I was a little girl. Right. And so I was baptized. And at 28, I left Bermuda with Pedro. He was nine. And we went to the U.S., to New York. We stayed there for a little while. Then we went to New Jersey. No, no, no. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. We went, to, so we
0: New went to New Jersey first. For a yeah. year. Because I went to school
2: for, right in we New Jersey. To-
0: I actually remember that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Paskettoway? Paskettoway. West Brunswick. Oh, I thought it was Pus-getaway. Okay. But anyway, he went to school there. And so... Um I thought I just went as you said that. Um then you, oh then. so then I moved to New York and I started visiting the Riverdale Avenue Seven Day Adventist Church and I got to know the people and got to be involved with the people and so but before I left Bermuda when I first became an Adventist, I I came I went into water and came up on the battlefield for the Lord. Mm-hmm. I had a desire to see precious souls want to Christ. Mm-hmm. And so I went. And um, and so I started, at the first eight months, they were doing a Bible instructor class. I did the class and became a Bible instructor. Started giving studies to member, people that would come to visit the church and say they would like to know more about Jesus and be baptized. So I would right. give them studies. When I left, I moved to New York, and I met um, the pastor's wife, Sister Harrison. And so I started working there at the church, doing crusades and... Um, Pastor McNeil, um, he would come in and we would, did um, revelation seminars and crusades. And I just traveled all around Northeastern and to the point where I, when I was 28, I came to New York and um, I did a workshop on how to organize your church for evangelism. Mm. And that was done at Camp Victory Lake with over 200 in front of over 200 pastors. When wow. I, you know me, I'm very shy. Yeah. But You know the Holy Spirit when He comes in our heart. He just takes right over. Yeah. And so I started doing that. And then in 86, the president, uh, they changed presidents. And they came to me and asked me if I'd like to be a Bible instructor full time. I was part time. Mm-hmm. So they assigned me to the Ephesus church in Manhattan. Peter and I got up and went to Ephesus with over 2,000 members. Wow. At that church. But it was You fun. know what
0: I remember it, about that? What's that? We used to live in Yonkers. And we Mm -hmm. used to have to take like three buses to get there, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) and we had to get there early. So I remember having to leave the house like six, seven o'clock every morning, every Sabbath morning, Mm -hmm. making a left out the house, a right at the block, at the at the end of the block, going down a hill, catching the bus, and then it just seemed like it took forever to get there.
2: Right. And then
0: once we saw the Apollo Theater, we knew we was close because Ephesus is like two blocks from the Apollo.
2: Yeah. And that's how
0: we knew. That's how we knew we was right. That's how we knew we was close to our stop,
2: uh-huh.
0: and I just remember those long rides. <laughs> and going back too, I I I don't know why I remember. I just remember those long. I love Ephesus Church. That's always been my one of my favorite churches of all time,
1: right?
0: Because of the go size. Be, oh, go
2: ahead. It
0: was it was so big, but it just had such a family um, atmosphere to it. Everybody was a family, like you know. It was I just that was one of my favorite churches of all time that we that we that Drew was a part of. Um, but yeah, that I just that just popped in my head when you said that the the, the Pastor, bus rides.
2: Pastor Blue says, "Once you're once you're an Ephesian, always an Ephesian." Oh
0: yeah, I know. Wow,
2: member of that church, you're always a member. Well, ride.
0: your picture's still hanging up there.
2: Yep, yep, still have my picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I I started working there, and then I went to Alabama to the ministerial meeting where I met my husband, and we wow. were married. Mm-hmm. And I was still at Ephesus, but because he was. Uh, went to school for theology. He didn't work full time, but he used to work part time right. in the um, in, um, South Floor Park Mission. Right. And so the kids would go to one church, my husband and the kids, and I would go to the other. As soon as I finished at Ephesus, I would come over to South Florida Park. And we mm-hmm. did that for a few years.
1: Right.
2: You've right. got that. You that. The Lord opened up a way for us to be able to be at Elmont Temple church after 10 years of being at Ephesus Church then wow. we would come to Elmont Cheryl would take Justin and Pedro would take Tina to church and they would look out for them and watch them right and so after that I started at Elmont and I went to Queensboro but every summer I would go and work in some kind of evangelism which I loved with all my heart right and so one day the the personal ministry department decided to give me an opportunity to teach people mm. how to do Bible work, and that was one of the biggest joys of my life, wow. teaching people how to get Bible studies, and I went to Pastor McNeil one day, and I said to him, um, I'd like to teach. I'd like to share with what I have, and he said, go in the field, work 10 years, and come back, and it's mm. so funny because I was in the field, and around 10 years was when Pastor Babel asked me to come and teach in the School of Evangelism, Wow! and so I enjoyed my work, but the most I enjoyed was the teaching. Right. And so I said, you know, let me, um, uh, let me, oh, when I retired, well, not me, when, when my husband retired, he redecided decided to move to Alabama. And I said, when I moved to Alabama, I was going to start my ministry. But when we got here, he was only here for a year, I went to Wildwood. Right. And at the end of Wildwood, because I wanted to put the gospel and the medical work Alan mm-hmm. White tells us that um, crisis method alone brings true success. Mm-hmm. You have to meet the people's needs. You have to come close, mingle with them, meet their needs, have sympathy for them, right. win the conference, and then bet them. And so right. I went to Wildwood. And when I finished Wildwood, I found out he, my husband had cancer. And mm. a few months later, he passed. And mm. So I left. I went to Bermuda, where I worked there for a couple about three years in Bermuda. And I enjoyed that. I was a Bible worker. I started my own little business. Boy, I was really busy. Right. So, the publishing director for the conference for, for about two years. Mm-hmm. And then I said, when I turned 60, I was going to retire, move to Huntsville, and buy me a red car. So, <laughs> so, I retired. I mean, I thought I retired. I moved to Huntsville. I bought the red car. Well, Pastor Bird saw me. Pastor Bird is the director of the Breath of Life. At the time, he was the pastor of um,
0: Oakwood
2: Oakwood University Church.
0: Right.
2: And so he asked me if I would work for him. And I worked harder for him than I did in all the years of working. Wow. Wow. (laughs) And then I went to England for a little while. And then Heather, Dr. McBride, Mm -hmm. was telling me all the exciting things that were happening in the U.S. And I was a little bored in England because they didn't do as much there so i um i came back i had the opportunity to come and work with dr cooper in her office as a health um, coach
1: right in texas
2: in texas yes Mm -hmm. i came back and while doing that i started my own ministry which is called in service for him Mm -hmm. and it's to train people to health um, medical missionaries health counselors to do bible work right so far we've trained over 80 help ministry leaders to do Bible work. We have about mm-hmm. 40 something that are active.
0: Right. And
2: um so it's been exciting for me. The, I think I said the ministry in service for him, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. In service the number four H I M him. him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I've enjoyed that so much. But the highlight of it is where I think I'm ending up when it talks about family worship or right. family for children. Right. Is that um one day I called Peter and I don't know it was early one Sabbath morning, right? Three o'clock my time. And he's like, You're calling me so early. Right. And telling me how the children, Sky, wanted to be baptized. Right. And I said, Oh, sure, sure. i get together and give them Bible studies. And and so it was Sky and Kaya. And I said, Well, since Peter is already baptized, which he was baptized at Oakwood University, I right. said, Let him join so he could learn, you know, get more information. So I, um, Went to heaven. I said, "Oh, I'm going to be studying with my grandchildren. I'm so excited." And right. she said, "Why don't we throw it out for everybody on the line? We have a character for building international right. prayer line, and we meet every morning at six uh, Eastern Standard Time, right and we're there from six to to six to seven thirty, I think. yeah six to seven thirty. But for at me, Eastern
0: Standard Time. time. Yeah." Right
2: and uh, we do a lot of programs a whole lot of different programs and so she said let's throw it out to the siblings because we have over 300 every morning that come back from all parts of the world africa holland um england scotland yeah, globally globally all over international and so we put the word out first we said let's just send it out and see who will respond we sent it out. The children started responding. Da, 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 a lot of kids. That Sabbath morning, we said, "Okay, that's the time we had planned it with Pedro because of the UK time." Right. To meet, and so that Sabbath morning when we got on the platform to do Bible studies with these young people, we had 36 yep. young wow. people on. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, we've been a part doing, of that. It's been a really good blessing. It's been a blessing for us.
1: Good journey so far.
2: Yeah. Yes. So Pedro and Tara. There are, we have a doctor Carr right now who who was or is or whatever. Um, she was the hostess, and then we have Pedro and Tara who are tech people. Mostly Tara. <laughs> yeah, don't say me, Tara. Right. And myself. I try. <laughs> you try. Do very good. You do very good.
1: Thanks.
2: And then we have um, myself who give the Bible studies to the kids, and then the kids participate. They do the praying and the reading and singing and. Scripture reading, and we try to use the hymnal so kids can learn the hymnal because they know the hymnal anymore. And we're teaching them Bible verses every week. So Mm -hmm. we come online, we work with the kids. And yesterday, we had 52 precious little souls on our line, yesterday, taking Bible studies. So much to the point now that what we've decided to do is to put them up, my face, (laughs) okay, put them into groups. So we got from eight. 7 to 12. Mm-hmm. And then we're going into the breakout room with the 13 and up.
1: Right. We have
2: Pastor Faison, who is, um, What he worked in Bermuda for many years. He's an ordained pastor. He's going to be working with the um, 13 and up group. And we'll right. work with the other group. So we, my goal, then, and that's something, as growing up, Pedro remembers that I had a, I forgot this part, I had a daycare when I lived in New York. We had right. 40 cares, an after-school program, and a summer camp. And every summer we had over 100 kids, mm. which we taught them, and we helped them to learn about Jesus. So this, this program here with these young people is so exciting to me right. because now we can teach them, we can um, help them. There was a time when I would say to a parent, your child wants to give the heart to the Lord and be baptized, and the parent would say, you know what, my child is too young. They don't know it. But who knows right. it all? We don't know it all. No, we don't. No, we don't. But do you know what? Now we put it out because people know that the end is near. Even at the door, it's Mm -hmm. very near. So Mm -hmm. people are now coming to us, bringing their children and saying, study with my children, teach them what God will have them to know because we know the time is running out as we see the different prophecies and things that are happening. And we know we want to prepare ourselves. And when we get to heaven... God's gonna say, "Where's that little flock that I gave to you?" We want to be able to say Pedro, Tara, and her flock. We want them all to be there together right. and right. That's the most important part. So I don't think there's anything else I have to think about. But I I'm just, just gonna in- I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna cover a couple of little gaps you had. Pardon? Uh, first, I was gonna say I was gonna cover a little, little bit of gaps you had when you when we started the the, the Bible study. I, you did call me and I did say that to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you forget that you we was thinking about how we could how we could do it. Right. And then you had a program that Sabbath and they had an appeal. Oh yeah. and then the young people, about four or five people, raised their hand and said they wanted to give their heart to God, right. To Jesus. And then that's when we all that's when it, that's when you was already thinking how can we incorporate it? Because Ms. Heather did want to have the platform. But uh-huh. then we said, Well, like, well, if you, these four kids, we can Add it with your grandchildren and then we can just incorporate it and then we can just expand it and it just like God opened up that door to say, hey, this is what I want you to do. So Mm -hmm. it was like the whole conversation that we had and everything, it all just kind of like fell into play. Everything just thought the doors just start opening little by little. Mm -hmm. To allow us to to do this program that we do every um Sabbath morning with the Bible lessons and stuff.
2: You have and to, then right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just
0: want to also point. Um, you you forgot to mention, the hundreds and hundreds of, Daniel revelations and well not to mention them but just the <laughs> the different. I I every on well, 47. I've I've definitely been to about. 25 crusades in my lifetime, maybe 30. Right. I went to every, because we went everywhere you went, I went, so it was at every crusade, every Bible seminar, um, every Bible study, every mm-hmm. lesson, every evangelistic meeting, I was there. Even though I was the only kid, I was there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause, out, cause handing out the literature. Hanging, handing out, out, the, out the, the
0: literature, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I used to hand out the literature,
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I remember that. And then just going, yeah, and then I, that was, I just wanted to just cover, like, fill that little bit of a gap. Well, I wanted to ask you, you a,
1: a question about, like, what would you say to people that don't know what to do, um, how to have worship with their families, and how to prepare their children for, for God?
2: Okay, well, one thing you can do is you can ask the Goddard family. Uh, <laughs> you can call them up and ask them for it. I don't know if they're going to do a demo today, but right. you know what we used to do um, when, when we had revivals? Um, Pastor Stringer always worked along with me. Right. And so after the revival, we would go on a Friday night into the homes of the people that didn't know and teach them how to have family worship.
1: Mm. So you
2: could do one day on your Zoom platform, you could teach, you know, you could say, well, we do it this way, we read this scripture, we read some of different quotations. So that's the right. best way, because when you say to a person that doesn't know Your family should have family worship. They haven't a clue what you're talking about. Right. But if you go into the home and teach them, because Pastor C.A. Dunbar, who was my very first pastor, and every Friday night we will be in his house and he will show us how his family had family worship. Right. Then when we watched his family, we were able to follow what his family was doing.
1: Right, right. Because the thing is to have, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I say that is one one way is to, for you guys. Yeah, maybe you we, could put something on a platform showing. And our, or when you're having, but, sorry, when your family's having family worship, you can uh-huh. record it. and then. Oh, you right. Huh? Right.
0: That's yeah, we, we used to have, another way we used to have family worship growing up in Bermuda was not we always didn't always have it at home. We sometimes, uh-huh. um, I can't think of his name. Tucker, right? Was it Tucker?
2: Elder Tucker. yeah Elder
0: Tucker and Sister Tucker. Elder Tucker used to take in the back of his station wagon, take all the children. Mm-hmm. And we'll go to a golf course. We'll go to the beach. We'll go to the rocks. To the and park? We have, to, the, to park? the park. We'll go anywhere, right? Anywhere in Bermuda. He'll just take us to a different spot.
1: Or well, even if you're not on the alley, you can go to a but no, i know no, I'm just right. saying this
0: one. I'm just my personal. Right. Um, and then we will go and we'll have worship. Like mm-hmm. we we'll have Sabbath evening worship, we'll have Friday evening worship. He always I, I just, as young as I was, I remember those days. I yeah. remember doing those things.
2: Yeah.
0: And um, and that's another way that you can do it. Because some people may not, you know, be able to even have it at home. Right. Maybe a circumstance. Maybe it's a issue at home or something, you know. Right. Um, so they could you but can. But you can, you you can know, at not home. i sorry. I
2: was going to say at home, if you can't do it at home or if there's other people in the house, you can probably go into your bedroom or. Yeah with your children, mm-hmm. and just sing and have worship with them. And, you yeah. know, we went to Oshkosh, the Pathfinders. Right. And while we were there, the young people were playing ball on the Sabbath. They were kicking ball and having a good time. Right. And we just all got together and started to sing and started to have Bible readings. And do mm-hmm. you know what? Eventually, they all stopped and came and joined us. Wow. So sometimes even in your home, because as Pedro mentioned, my my um, late husband, Pastor Stringer, it, we, we would go to different people's houses for the right. holiday, like mm-hmm. one Fourth of July, Tanya, because she had the pool.
1: Right.
2: Christmas. We, yeah, we went Christmas. We never went for Thanksgiving, but uh, Memorial Day, Labor Day, we'll go. but right. Six o'clock, a little after six, or whenever mm-hmm. he felt impressed. We would stop and he would say, Everybody come, we're gonna have family worship. Mm-hmm. And my family knew it, so they never said anything. Everybody stop yeah, family worship.
1: What would you so, say to, to mm-hmm. family what would you say to families that say that they don't think it's worth doing worship? Like it's not beneficial. What
2: it's would you worth, say to
1: people that say no, that? It's
2: it's worth having family worship. Yes, mm-hmm. it's very much worth it. Um, you know, you can of course tell what you, you just have to do your part. Right. You have to do your part and leave the rest up to the Lord. So right. it's worth the have it because as I mentioned earlier, it will help your children. It will help them to to not to be so rambunctious. You know, they'll they'll calm down and when it's time for worship, they have to quiet down and sit quietly right. and, and sing. It mm-hmm. teaches them. It teaches them, you know.
1: Right. Right. Um, one thing I find about our children having worship. They, uh, your grandchildren, of course. Yeah. Um. I find that um, you know, the children are much, much more calmer, and they are interested.
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: interested in learning more. They interested in singing songs. Because you, you know, some people may feel like it's a boring thing to do, but when you make it a consistent thing in your in your home, you, it's something that you want to do all the time. Right. But you don't make Kaya,
2: it either. You don't make it right. Right.
0: She's right. That's why Kai. That's why Kai seven wants to be baptized because. Right. Like my mother said, that's all she knows. Right. That's all she loves. That's all she ever talked. You know, God loves me. I love God. So if He loves me and I love Him, right. I want to be. I want to be baptized because I want to go to heaven. So even at seven, she understands that. Right. As my mother said, we've been. That's all. All her life. That's all she's known. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. So how long would you say mom would, it, would, would worship would be to to a new family that's okay. doing it?
2: Make it short, maybe fifteen minutes. Yeah. But right. what happens? It depends also on the age of the child. Right. They're very little. You don't want to take it. it. But just from the day Justin and Tina were born, as a matter of fact, from the day they were born, if they were not sleeping, we would bring them out in the little chairs for worship. Right. So we started them off from the day they were born. And Mm -hmm. as they got older, we we had worship, but we didn't make it long. Mm -hmm. But we found out that as Pedro and Cheryl got older and on Friday night, I don't remember if you remember this, Pedro, we would bring out the Duquesne machine with all the pictures and the slides and, and daddy would <laughs> show the slides and they would stay for hours asking questions.
0: Wow. Yeah, so that. this Cause is cause we had that slide when it was underneath the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I would Memphis say
2: there. when it comes to the young people, only their interest will keep them. Right. If they're interested in it. At first when they're young they'd be like ah you right. know this is too long. But if you make it interesting also
0: don't don't mm-hmm. do the
2: same thing every night.
0: Right. right. Listen, That's what we, we was gonna say. I'm sorry, that's what go we're going to say because 15 minutes, but sometimes we have 15 minutes. Sometimes it can be five minutes, depending on that's true. The, the The night. If we get in real late, it's 11 o'clock at night. We're not going to have a long worship, but we just right. have a short, concise worship, worship before we go to bed.
1: Right. Yes.
0: But um, sometimes, like if our children were the age they're at now, sometimes they have questions. So it goes from 15 to maybe 30, sometimes 45. Right. So it all just depends on... That child and the questions that they ask and how interested they are. Yeah. And and that's how and that's how you you just gauge it on that. Cause that's yeah. how we do it now. We gauge it just pretty much on just what they're what they're asking. What they're interested. And what, and what they're interested. And like we can kind of gauge her a kaya because she's the one that has the jelly beans in her pants. Right. So when <laughs> she starts getting a little antsy, like, okay, we need to, we need to um, we need to, that you know, it. now we, we need to end it now because you know, she her her attention span is there, but she does get a little antsy after a little right. while. You know, if we're there for forty-five minutes, any seven-year-old is going to be like, looking I'm of ready to jump around." True, so true. that's any, you know, it's just a child. It's not that she, you know, mm-hmm. got issues. Just right. That. But um, yeah. So and would I you don't say know you would,
2: remember Pedro? I don't know if you remember, but but when you guys became teenagers and you be home by yourself and say, "Daddy is out," Daddy and I are out grocery right. shopping or doing something, right. and he noticed it's getting too late. He would call home and say, "Guys, have worship."
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that.
2: And, and and guess what? I believe they had it.
0: I believe yeah, we did. They oh oh no, because he, he would them, know, they would Daddy would it. know. He, oh, wait, wait, wait. Daddy would know if he didn't have it. Okay, mm-hmm. Daddy would know. He would know. He could. He could. He was sent sensitive. God would give him that. That discerning like, spirit. He really did not have it, his worship. And I actually <laughs> want to tell you a quick story. Um, early. I wanted this, to ask a moral question. Oh, yeah, but earlier this ahead. year we was we was actually in London. Mm-hmm. And Tara, I had to go do the talk show. right? And Tara had to go do a um, Uh, a singing singing gig, like not a singing gig, helps uh, um, Generation X sing. And um, so she went and I went and the kids were with um, Rika. Mm -hmm. And Rika said, it was amazing. She said, right at sunset, Mm. the kids came to her and said, we need to have, we need to pray and have worship.
1: (laughs) Wow. No, that's
2: okay.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, Bob. okay. It's yeah, okay. I, I know you. I'm surprised your phone took this long to ring. <laughs> yeah,
2: but the lady took. The lady hasn't come in yet, so she's probably calling to tell me something. So oh no, anyway. right, no problem.
0: But no yeah, so, so what happened? Yeah, so, um, Rika was surprised because she said they came to her and said we need to have worship, and we didn't even call and tell them this. No. So when didn't. they saw her in the sunset, they yeah. all gathered around in a circle. And they had worship Amen. and they prayed. And then afterwards, then they went to back to, to do what they wanted to do. Because it was like <laughs> time is over. But I mean, that's fine, you know, they're children. But they they was observant of the Sabbath. And then when Sabbath ended, they was like, Oh, we, we gotta bring in the Sabbath. So right that made us feel that's good because that made us show, made us know that what we've been teaching them is it's, it's it's it's, 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 it's sinking to that in. head.
2: Right. Amen. Dude. We
0: we talked about this with the kids. Right. In our last, on another show we did, and that is that one, you was talking about the pros. One of the things I think helps with kids when they have worship, and it because you're teaching them about Jesus, it teaches them about right and wrong. Right. So there's times when Pedro may be doing something wrong in school, and he comes to worship every night, and the God, Jesus, God is just on his head like, you know, you shouldn't be doing this, you know, and he's still doing it. Every day he's doing it. And then finally, like, he'll just break down and worship. Mm-hmm. We found, like, sometimes for us, worship will also be a time to, like, have a chat about things
2: Thanks, like yeah. that's going on in
0: his life. That's mm-hmm. when we can find out the most about what's going on in their life, because mm-hmm. that's when they're like, you know, if I lie now, Jesus is not going to like this. So then they, they they tend to be more truthful <laughs> doing it's worship. True. Like, you know, and they come and they say, oh, you know, I was doing this, and I felt so bad because you know, I'm coming to worship every day and I'm worshiping. But, and I'm saying, I love Jesus, and mm-hmm. I you know and for everything He's done for me, and here I am lying to you, and I'm lying to myself.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: we found that that's a one of the definitely one of the yes. best things about having family worship is that it just keeps your family grounded in Christ. It, it just does. keeps your family grounded in the things that you need to do in your life. and it just gives them a, gives them a very strong foundation mm-hmm. because we always tell them, we kind of repeat ourselves. But we talk about different things each week. So, like each each week, we will do um, something different to kind of mm-hmm. keep their attention span. Right. So, like one week we may read the Bible, and then the following week we may do. Uh, we've done the um, what the Bible lessons. Yeah. We've done the 28 days. We one one time we did one month. We did the every day. We did the 28 fundamental beliefs of Sunday Adventist Church. Right. They have a children's book. So we will read that and then we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. So we we just found and then some days I pull out Ellen G White and I read a, a quote from her and we talk Amen. about it.
1: Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask so. a question about that. Other people that's in other religions that are not Adventists, mm-hmm. they can still also have family worship as oh, well. Definitely.
2: That's yeah. what I'm saying. They, so. can, they can have worship, they could read a Bible, they could read the Bible, mm-hmm. they can have a children's story, and also mm-hmm. with worship, you can have a, your children to to. Matter of fact, you can give one of them the story to read and let them read out. But right. I think the most important part, as I mentioned earlier, is getting them engaged. Because right. once you get them engaged, then they're going to want to do it. But if right. you're just sitting there doing all the talking and they're just sitting there, that's when it becomes boring Right. So but that get them engaged. They
0: love to read. People were like, can I read? And like, people always oh, yeah. say, can I read today? And then Kyle will say, can I pray? You know, so they they are engaged. That's what that's what I love about what where we yeah. have our family worship is that they're very engaged in that, and it's just from like you said, from just doing it consistently. consistently. And, and if you do, they would they would they would start saying, oh, "I want to do this. I want to do that. Let me let me do this part. Let me do that part. You know." And and that's and it's just been a blessing for our family.
1: I don't feel like a child is never too young, whether they just babies in your arm or in a cradle or whatever it is. I still think it's good because even if you're just playing music, it's good for a child to then um, so you can still have worship with them because then they they learn how to just you know not sit still the whole time, but they learn that the more you do it, you know what I mean, the more consistent you are.
0: Yeah, the kids get that used to is, it. Like, like my mother says, just about that
1: this when, is,
2: <coughs> excuse me. No
0: worries. I was trying to talk while you were drinking your water. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: that's okay. Even when we traveled, even if we traveled down south, or we went out of town with our kids while we are right. driving, we would have worship.
0: Right. Oh, we've
2: done that. Daddy would stop and say, okay, it's time for worship. Stop doing whatever you're doing. And right. we would have worship. Mm-hmm. With, with would, him and would, of course the level was driving would not close their eyes, but other Hope things-
0: <laughs> we all wouldn't be here right now if that was the case. <laughs> that was and the funny thing that sometimes that was me.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right.
0: Yeah. Sometimes that was me because I was always a driver. I've always been the driver of the family. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So, so we just when I, started, when I learned to drive. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. So that's that's what we would do. We would worship no matter where at the time comes then. Even if we were driving and traveling and we got up in the morning before we left to get on the road, we would have worship with the family and then leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very
0: important. Yeah. Yeah, we've done that. We've we've been on the road and we've we've had more than the Sabbath or brought in the Sabbath or when the Sabbath was ending or during the week and we've had, we've said a prayer or or thing because we know that we're going to be on a road for a little while. So it's, it's better to do it then. And they, their attention span is still there because we're all sitting together. Right.
1: And yes. you, know, the, you know, the amazing thing is what you put in your kids, it, it definitely comes out, you know? Amen. And that's why, you know, we wanted to talk about this topic today, the importance of family worship in any religion, in any family um, that you have. I think it's important for you to display God to your children so they can know mm-hmm. who he is
2: to have yeah. family. And it brings and it's not just for your children. It's for you, too. That's right. And it brings your family together. One thing mm-hmm. that we always did was that a, best, a good thing to practice is when you wake up in the morning, if you have your own personal devotion and if your husband and you are home together, you mm-hmm. have your own personal devotion and then the two of you come together and pray together and right. then bring the children together and
1: mm-hmm. you'll
2: find that the house will be, your home will be a little heaven on earth. Mm. Yes, your home will be mm. a little... Sometimes people will come to the house and they say, how come I feel such a calm atmosphere? Right. And it's because, you know, we would pray um, right. with ourselves first, with each other, and then we bring our children together right. and pray. So that mm-hmm. makes a big difference.
1: It does. It does. Yeah. And and I must say, when I met my mother-in-law, they did a lot of praying. And mm-hmm. I must. I, I really, I, I love that. Because mm-hmm. he really taught me, I you don't have to just pray. Yeah,
0: it took him minute to get used to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could just you could just just pray by yourself. I used to be afraid to pray in front of people, mm-hmm. but being around you guys really taught me that you know you can do it out in the you open. Can do it. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, you can pray. And as mm-hmm. I mentioned, that's what the, how the children learn. You know, when we had our daycare, <clears throat> we had our daycare and. Some kids will come in the mornings and stay early, have breakfast, and stay right. until it's time for the bus. Right. And at a certain time, like if the bus is going to be coming at 30, 20 to 9, a little after 8, I would say, okay, I'll put on a Bible tape. <clears throat> They'll sit and listen. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say, okay, it's time for us to have worship. Right. We'll turn off everything and we'll let them lead out. Wow. we let the children lead out mm-hmm. with songs, with stories or whatever. And then I would say, Alex, you pray this morning. And when Alex praying, I hear myself. Right. We hear myself saying, Lord, give us traveling mercies as we travel. So as we do it, we're teaching our children to do it also. Right. And it doesn't have to be long. So if a parent is not used to maybe praying or whatever, it doesn't have to be long. It could be very short and to the point. And then as they go, they'll find out that it will get easier and easier right. as they go.
1: As we're about to wrap up, what would you say about, what would you tell a family? Um, what would you say to a family that's that's looking to worship? What would you say to
2: them? It's the best thing you could ever do for your family. Okay. And it's, for a, yourself. The it's the best thing you can do. The Bible tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then everything else will be added unto you. So mm-hmm. when you seek God first, then you don't have to worry about feeding your children or clothing your children or teaching your children because you're going to be led by God. So right. it's the best thing they could ever do for their family.
0: Wow. I agree. You guys hear that? Yeah, because no matter what, no matter what I always remember as you guys have heard my testimony in the past and different podcasts. And um, even though I left the church for a while, it was always tugging at me. It was always tugging at me. And mm-hmm. then, I met Tara, and I still wasn't in the church completely then. But um, God has definitely brought me out of the darkness back into the light, and I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for my mom definitely. For, for instilling that in me from a young child, all the things that she instilled in me because that definitely helped me, as you said, um, remembering all those family worships. And yeah, it was those days when we didn't want to do it, <laughs> but he was like, let's go. you know. And, I can still see him now on his knees praying and shrugging his shoulders as he prays. Stuff he's shrugging his shoulders, <laughs> you know, every five, ten seconds, shrug his shoulders and stuff. And um, but yeah, I remember, I, yeah, I remember those, and I, that's why I think it built the foundation for what I do now. Because um, I, I just believe, I believe, you know, that family worship is really important for the family because it just helps us to grow as a family.
1: Right, build a foundation. And where we yeah. don't have family
0: worship. It feels it, funny. It feels weird. Like the house mm-hmm. has a, a very weird vibe to it. Right. It has a like you know, I don't do it like daddy used to do play music all the time. Even when we left the house, he would play music, right. family right. radio and stuff. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But just having to worship, like you said, it just it just makes the day go a
2: different just, atmosphere. The, yeah, now.
0: like the day just feels different and better for the day. It just feels the, the day just feels better, like you know, we pray every you know, and that's why um even when I'm on the road, like I said. I would like Facetime in to um, at least pray. I can't always be in the whole service, the whole right. family worship. Right. But um, Ty will call me. I'll call in and um, and we all pray together while I'm on the phone. Right. You know, so I always try to make time for that. Right. So if I, if they're gonna have like she said, we're gonna have worship, I say, okay, I'm gonna call you in a few minutes, and then I'll listen in, and then we'll pray. So even when I'm not here. Mm-hmm. Um, we still try to do it all as a family because it just it just it just seems to make everything goes
1: fine. It doesn't seem to it makes right. everything. It goes, makes everything yeah, go fine. Just like like similar. just like um, you know, mom said, set the foundation for your family. Make sure you put God mm-hmm. first in your life and mm-hmm. pass that along to your children. To your children. You know? mm-hmm. right.
0: Because like it's I said, so like mm-hmm. I said all the time, we're in a war right now. We gotta do what's best for our children. true. Mm-hmm. And as my mother said earlier, when we get to heaven, God's gonna say, Hey where what where, where's it you know yeah and yeah we we we're gonna have to say you know, I did or I did it and so I'm trying to make sure I do the right thing so mm-hmm. uh, you know it's my responsibility as the father and the husband and the parent to make sure that we all you know myself and, and, first and, and then so, to carry it over to the family.
2: go ahead, so, Mom. amen, I'm sorry, Pedro. and sometimes when uh, we may say, oh, my child, I did this, and I did that, and look how they turned out. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, I was in a hospital visiting a young man, and this lady was there, and she said her daughter went to school with him. He was in the hospital, and we were mm-hmm. both there. And she said, I sent her to church school, and I did this, and I did this, and it was just a waste of money and a waste of this. And I said, you know what? Suppose you had not sent her to church school. Suppose you had not. So a lot of times people say, no matter what you do, they— Do what they want, and it's true. They do also. Satan, which my pastor, stringer used to say say this when I say, "How come the kids are not doing this?" He says, "Lucifer was in heaven with God." Yes, he He was. He sinned. So it's not uh, not to say that you know, because people have decisions; they make their own decisions. As they get older, they do what they want to do. Right. Planted in their hearts.
1: Right. Definitely. You
2: tell them and if you teach them then you would feel better mm-hmm. you could say you know what i did all i could do for my children right i did all i can do and if they turn turned a different way that's on them right but praise god and prayerfully that they will come back they right. will come back to what they had learned
1: right right and you uh, keep praying I, pardon me i said just keep praying
2: that's keep praying can I tell you the story that I told the last time that we were on the platform about the lady from the Sunday church?
1: Yeah, go ahead, it and then after that, after that, we'll close
2: out. Okay, there was a lady I don't know her name, but Grandma somebody they used to call her, and she had twelve children, and every last one of them were going doing their own thing. She brought them all up in the church. Mm-hmm. She took care of them, and they were all doing their own thing. And but every Sunday, she would go to church, and she would go to the front of the church, and she would call each child's name, God bless Samuel, and bless Donna, and whatever their names were.
1: Right. And she would
2: pray and act. And the people didn't like the idea of her praying. But she eventually passed away. As she got older, she passed. And they had her funeral. Mm-hmm. At her funeral, the pastor made an appeal for anyone that wants to give their heart to the Lord. And all twelve of her children came up to the front, look and at they God. All gave their hearts to the Lord, and they became officers and good, in regular standing members in the community. Wow. So, parents, you may think that it may not be worth it, but even though you may not see it now, you may look at your child and say, "Oh my gosh, all that I've done for them, and look at how they're carrying on, or how they're, mm-hmm. they are." But mm-hmm. do you know that maybe even God hears from a here answers our prayer from the grave.
1: Yes, yep. Because oh, that yeah.
2: lady was in the grave. Wow. And because she prayed when she was alive. Wow. God answered her prayer. So we may not get the opportunity to see it mm-hmm. for ourselves. Right. But we don't know. We just do what we have to do. Do our
0: mm-hmm. part. Oh, we, and will to will do mm-hmm. we will get to see it. God will
2: do the rest.
0: We will get to see it. We get to see it when we make it to heaven.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And just
1: like Faithful and Johnson said, that just joined in. Hi. hi, hi to everyone that's on this live. And um, she says, sowing the seed is what's important. God gave us a choice. Earthly parents also needs to give the word of demonstrate love. To, to demonstrate. demonstrate love, sorry. Yeah. yeah.
2: Amen. But that's true. Yes, yeah. that's true. That's important. Mm-hmm. So just do our part. Do what we have to do. And mm-hmm. God will do the rest.
1: Yes, he will. Yes, he will.
2: So
0: oh, real quick, before we end, real okay. quick. Also with worship, family worship, I also found that it, helps with the children's psyche and their, their mental, mental health, health. Mm-hmm. because that's the issue right now that's going on really mm-hmm. a lot
1: right. with in children with
0: children is that they don't think they have anybody to turn to
1: right
0: and one thing we always emphasize to our kids every every worship we emphasize that if you don't have us if you don't have grandma if you don't have anybody in this world you have god
2: mm-hmm.
0: and as long as you have god just go to him and prayer.
2: Mm-hmm. Go to him in
0: prayer, he will he will help you through whatever issue you have. He will not give you more than you can bear. Definitely. So we always teach our we teach our kids that every every worship, we always emphasize that. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, we emphasize that to say. Because you know, kids nowadays is just so much going to social media and the world and mm-hmm. just kids and bullying and all the different things going on. So we always emphasize to them that if if you don't have anybody else, you have God. Mm-hmm. And just all you have to do is pray. Right. You don't have to do nothing else. Just pray, mm-hmm. and He will. Amen. He will work it out for you. He will work out whatever issue you're having, whatever bullying you're having, whatever problem you're having. And you know, and I really feel that if families would have more family worship, it would actually help with the the different issues of the killings and the suicides and stuff. Because yeah. a lot of times, why you know people get depressed and they think they have nobody to turn to, they have nobody to to help them do things and you know Amen. that and when you teach them that it always helps it does Amen.
1: and it's never too late to start worship don't think that Amen. it's a certain time or a certain month you have to do it do it do it you can start tonight mm-hmm. you can start tonight you can start today it's never a, a time yep. you know god want us to just be
0: ready you can use a, a devotion anything just mm-hmm. just a, a quotation and just talk about it or mm-hmm. just read it and then pray yeah that's all you have to do. It's so. not. It's not. It's not. It's not that hard to do. It's very simple to do. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. You know. But we want to thank you, Mom.
2: Thank
1: you for so much. You us
0: and I'm so, us.
2: sorry. I'm not very good with the um, camera. No, no, you fine.
0: did. You did good. I just thank appreciate goodness you didn't tell no embarrassing stories about me. So that's good. <laughs> She kept told, it clean. I would have <laughs> just told Tyler to mute it. <laughs> <She I> kept <laughs> it clean. I would have just told Tyler to mute it if you started telling spi- the
2: process. And in spite of it all, and, and Pedro, it's so true, in spite of it all, that even though you went through your changes in life and you did things that, you know, you probably shouldn't have done, but I could see that, you know, you were, that we did our part and that you still have that caring understanding towards others and your family so that makes a big difference and that makes me proud Proud of you to know that you, in spite of going through many changes, what was taught and you listened, you may not have followed, but you right. eventually came back. And mm-hmm. guess what I find out <clears throat> about young people? When they go out and they come back, they come back stronger. Yeah. They come back stronger. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid, parents. And and Pedro, I am proud of you. I'm proud of Tara. Thank you, Mom. The, um, and the kids, because like I said, it, it, it can happen. I, I went out. Mm-hmm. I went out in the world. I was in the church for a little while, then I went out. But when right. I came back, I came back twice as strong, ready on the battlefield to win souls for Christ. Definitely. So, and sometimes the Lord will allow it to happen <clears throat> because he didn't take your life. Your life could have been taken. That's but right. Sometimes he allowed it to happen so that you can help others. Yeah. If you're brought yeah. up and raised up and whatever, and mm-hmm. then you wouldn't understand that drug addict on the street. Right. You wouldn't understand Amen. that that prostitute on the street. Mm-hmm. Because oh. I always say, oh, if it not enough. for the grace of God, yep. there go I. Amen. So we wouldn't understand it. Amen. But now, because of what you've been through, you can be more sympathetic towards people and Definitely. willing to help people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's thank why you. that's why I'm that way too. I, I think being out has definitely made me to be more sympathetic to other folks. Yeah. Yeah. And, Just and, like and, mom and, said, when and, you and go through things.
1: When you go through things in life, you know, you go through things, but then you come back even stronger once mm-hmm. you give your heart back to God. So that's mm-hmm. the main thing. Well, but thank
2: so cool. you, mom. We really do really appreciate you. You're right. Appreciate you. Thank you. I thank you. God bless. Thanks. We're God gonna bless. we're gonna pray with you before you go. Yes. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Peter.
0: Me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you said, we're going to pray. And you say, go ahead, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: right.
0: uh, Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you so much for bringing us together, that we can have this conversation about family worship and the importance of it, that we do it to get closer to you as a family and for ourselves individually. We ask the God as we go forward that somebody listening to this will be able to use this to better their worship time with you to better themselves. We ask that, God, that you continue to watch over us and protect us each and every day during this pandemic, during these perilous times that we are in right now. Every day there's something going on, and, Lord, we know that it's just the signs and the times that you're coming um, back soon. So we just ask that, God, that you continue to watch us, over all of us, individually and as a family, and continue to bless us. And we ask you, to God, that um, we also have a good week this week. Watch over us and keep us safe as we go through our regular routines. As we come to the end of the new year, shortly, we ask that the new year will bring forth um abundance and blessings for everybody. We just want to say thank you again. Thank you for uh, allowing my mother to join us today today. Be with her and her voice. She has a little bit of a issue with her voice, but hope that her voice will heal. We just want to say thank you, Lord, for everything. For this, I pray in your holy name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you guys. Thank right. you. And thank everyone else that came on that listened right. and that participated, made their comments. Thank you. No
0: thank you problem. Talk to you later.
2: Okay.
1: Bye. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for thank joining you, thank us. You. We really I enjoyed the show today. It was definitely a blessing. Technical difficulties at the beginning, but you know what? It's a blessing in between. And for those that didn't get a chance to listen to anything we talked about earlier in the show, you definitely can go back and rewatch. That's the best thing about YouTube. We watch or rewatch. Re- okay. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You can go <laughs> back and rewatch this show on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter too, as well. Twitter,
0: Facebook, and YouTube.
1: That's right. And you can also go on our audio platforms, which are Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You have all those different places that you can go and listen if you don't want a visual look at us.
0: So oh, by the to way, thank which you. we forgot, if you do want your child um, to join the Bible lessons, mm-hmm. you can email.
1: You can, you can contact
0: us here. Contact us at ministry at gmail.com and we'll pass you on to the email and the uh, registration that you can join. Yep. So you can contact us at Ministry at gmail.com. Well, that's new. I didn't know you put could... oh, That's new. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. How are you getting... Look at you, techie techie. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, what is that? Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, she's adding stuff. Don't tell me. She just adds <laughs> stuff, and I'll find it when we come to the show. But yeah. So yeah, contact us at Ministry at gmail.com. Yes. And we can direct you to the path that you... The way that you need to go to. And we just want to say thank you again so much for everything, for mm-hmm. your support, mm-hmm. for those watching. And like she said, we're on all the different platforms. We're on three different YouTubes, my own, Towers Own, and the Goddess Ministry podcast. Mm-hmm. And then Facebook, Twitter, and even Stitch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: And if you want to just donate and make a, a generous donation to our ministry, here you go. The information here. We never done
0: that in a minute. We stopped doing that because we... <laughs> like- so my, we, we always said like, we wasn't doing it for the money, but it would definitely help because we definitely put money out. We put a lot of money
1: this. behind our podcast, and I just yeah. thank God for our ministry.
0: I just thank God that he has allowed us to be able to financially support it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just happy that God has blessed us, that we've been able to do it. We have had a couple of people donate, so we want to thank them personally. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much. You know who you are, if you're watching, mm-hmm. or if you're going to be watching this later. So thank you. And Very also,
1: nice. you can also listen to our show. It comes on Adventure's Radio here. So if you want to, you can download the app. In the UK. In the UK. You can put that down there it's at the app store. You can look it up, and it's right there. So our show come on on Sundays.
0: About 3.30, between 3.30 and 4 starts, and it runs for how long we do, do it. So it runs from that time right. from 3.30 to 3.45 for to like the five o'clock then mm-hmm. it ends That's right. but yeah our show is on adventures radio london mm-hmm. and like she said you can download the app
1: all right guys
0: but thank you again so much have a great week
1: have a great week guys and
0: take care of yourself
1: blessing bless
0: this is pedro this is tara and welcome to the goddess real and raw talk show <laughs>